Okay, and we're live on episode 10 of Nature's at Beyond's podcast. And this is also episode X, which will be uh, paranormal. X-rated. Yeah, X-rated, paranormal inspired. And because it's close to Christmas, it's going to be like the Xmas Christmas special. And I have with me two former guests, Scott. Just two people? <laughs> Scott. Loyal, faithful, you know, good friend, always Scott. reliable. Very and then, reliable. then okay. there's Tommy, who by always all accounts time. is pretty much just an asshole. Asshole. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that going to be the first topic of the night? Did no. you introduce him like that on his solo episode? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and here's no, my he asshole. give me that kind of warm welcoming. <laughs> He's really grumpy because we're keeping up keeping him up past his bedtime and yeah dude yeah. 8 30 lights out so today's topics this one is going to be called the first topic is the beast of Vudan. have any of you heard of this before no, no definitely not no definitely okay not. so <laughs> this <laughs> okay, end of topic <laughs> end of topic end of okay no story. listen this was a real thing that happened this isn't like Bigfoot or like some sort of cryptid thing. Well, it kind of leans into that a bit, but this was like a real historical count, but they still don't really know what the fuck it was. So it's interesting as fuck. So this was, was this a guy that was like eating everything. No, no, no. But I, I just thought that was a creepy oh. ass fucking Wikipedia page I came across. Like, oh. What the fuck is this? Yeah, that was, that was cool. So then, uh, so this was about a man eating animal. Uh, it terrorized this, the French province of Jevoudan. Uh, from 1764 to 1767. Uh, so this is uh, uh, present-day Lozera in uh, the uh, Marzeride Mountains in south-central France. Um, yeah, so it covered an area spanning 90 to 80 kilometers. Uh, it's said to do... Uh, com- it's, so it had a bunch of attacks, and they don't know if it was just a single animal or if it was multiple. Um, most descriptions identify the beast as a hyena, a wolf, a dog, or a wolf-like dog hybrid. But a lot of the accounts said it was like a wolf, yet not wolf-like a wolf. Dog. What? Yeah. A so, wolf-like dog hybrid? Yeah. It just means a small wolf. No, but it was big. So just yeah and it often killed by having the throats torn out of the uh, victims Um, were the victims adults yeah some of them were adults some of them were children uh but most of them were alone and like tending to like cattle or like livestock in a field wasn't there a movie on this and a person um were they found by train tracks the bodies how about that no i don't think so i don't think they had they're like on their own properties and stuff. Like, I don't yeah, know. I feel like, like there was a movie about this, stuff. but yeah. So, so what did they do? They found a bunch of people with their throats gouged so, out by something, and no, no one's like even, they were torn out. They, like it was like an did they actually? Are there like a lot of accounts of this animal actually like so is ni- killing people and people witnessing it? Okay, so in 1967, a study estimated that there were 610 attacks, 500 deaths, 49 injuries, 98 of the killed only were partly eaten. And other sources give estimates of only 60 to 100 deaths and more than just make maybe 30 injuries or a little bit more. So, and they, they think it's by the same 
animal creature, not multiple, right? Well, so they think it might have been multiple because it was reported that it had been killed several times before the attacks finally stopped. So, uh. so what the, uh, the, I guess like the king of the time or whatever, he had commissioned like royal soldiers and like all these like different like people to like hunts like huntsmen and stuff to go find this like creature that was responsible for the attacks and each time they like sent out like a brigade of people you know they were they would kill a wolf or a large wolf or something like that and they'd be like oh this is probably the one that was responsible for it but then you know sometime when like a few days have passed there'd be like another fucking attack and they'd be like no you guys didn't get it that was a different one wow yeah so so th you think it was like a bunch of uh like wolf packs all rabid or something or is this thing like killing adult men and gouging their throats out so you're seeing it's some kind of werewolf creature see i don't want to like lean too much into the paranormal right now but let's i'll give you the description descriptions vary and they're likely exaggerated due to public hysteria but they're always generally wolf-like or canine tall lean frame took very great strides size of a calf cow or horse depending on the account so that's like a that's a pretty broad range of height yeah so, yeah. but it was also mostly described as has, having an elongated head, like a greyhound, flattened snout, pointed ears, wide mouth, sitting on top of a broad chest, tail notably longer than a wolf's, with a prominent tuft at the end, sort of like a lion, I guess. And they never found this thing, obviously. No, they found it. I mean, oh, there, there was, uh, yeah, eventually, of well, not pictures, but there's like, they didn't have the camera back then, but there's like, um, what, in there's like 1970s? paintings and stuff. No, this was 1700s. 17. I thought at one point you said 19. That's why. Oh, I no. no okay. No, okay. there was a study done in 1987 oh, of okay. all the historic Sorry. accounts from like historical sources and like writings and stuff like yes, that. Yes. And then they determined it must have been at least this many attacks. But like wolf attacks were common back then anyway. People fucking hated wolves. Like, oh, so either yeah. in so much like folklore yeah. and stuff. Of course. Like they're building villages, right? in middle of a forest on all sides there's so many wild animals back then yeah but like villages so, were terror terrorized by wild animals all the yeah. time so when they're going after people just out on the outskirts tending to their fences and stuff like it, who cares it could be a bunch of bunch of animals and from accounts that long ago it's uh it's always like exaggerated like the person like the study pointed out right yeah there's a there's a lot of people that speculated that it was like a wolf that bred with like one of their mastiffs there was like whole bunch know, of accounts like, where it's like they said maybe it was a lion like it's somehow a lion came up from like i don't whenever, even know when, like whenever i hear something about like this type of thing or even like a human feet or anything like that if the history goes back be before the 18th century or 19th century then it's uh it's been changed so many times you know what i mean like i'd rather uh hear this happening in like the 60s or 70s or something yeah. Then I'd be like, "Oh shit, okay, this is much more recent and uh, <laughs> maybe not as exaggerated uh, accounts." Yeah, but I don't know. There, it's just like there was historical records of it. Like it was well documented, better than mm -hmm. like, like they didn't say it was like a supernatural force or like a paranormal force. Like mm -hmm. they just chopped it up to being like a wolf, but they they call it the beast because they don't actually really know. They just like it's like it's like was it some sort of like divergent like. Like, it had, like, some sort of, like, genetic throwbacks to, like, I don't know, like, a dire wolf, maybe? Or was it, like, I don't know. You could get into the paranormal stuff about it if you want now to celebrate the Xmas. So, like, 
the paranormal stuff would be werewolf obviously it's like number one there's like skinwalker ranch type shit you could get into like dogmen or something or you could be like some sort of prehistoric like throwback or something i don't know there's all that different stuff but what do you guys reckon it was <laughs> just like, like a fucking said, wolf? i'd say it's wild animals whatever and the stories got exaggerated pull up the wikipedia page Pull up the Wikipedia page. Okay. Spell I wouldn't think too too much into this. Yeah. It's Beast of J E V A U D A N. Yeah. Listen, well, there's more there's more credits to this that I'm giving it because I just didn't. It required royal intervention. Okay. <laughs> they had top top, <laughs> top artists to uh, sketch this thing. Top artist. <laughs> see the first picture? I like it the, looks. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah oh, okay. I don't know. That's not Royal a wolf. Intervention. There's a statue too. Somebody oh, fighting look. it. The main hypothesis is, according to modern scholars, public hysteria at the time of attacks were contributed to widespread myths that the supernatural beasts roaming uh, Jevudan, but the deaths attributed to um, to the beasts are more likely the work of a number of wolves or packs of wolves. Yeah. And uh, attacks by wolves were a very serious problem in the area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. People like, it's like Big Fish story. Oh, look, I killed this wolf. Read yeah. the next line. Read the next line after that hypothesis, you fuck. Read the next one. I did. Attacks by wolves were a very no, no, serious no. problem. No, no, the next in one. In 2001, uh, the freshman <laughs> naturalist. <laughs> I follow this. Okay, 2001. <laughs> okay, where does it even start there? Okay, yeah. In 2001, talk. Okay. Do you see it? Uh, yeah. Under hypothesis? Canis lupus italius. Italicus. The French naturalist Michael Lewis proposed a red color mastiff belonging to Jean Chastel. Sired the beast and its resistance to bullets may have been due to it wearing an armored hide of a young boar and thus accounting for its unusual color. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> you know what? I have a feeling they're keeping this story alive so they can get some tourism in that area. <laughs> There's really not much happening in that town if you Google it now. And it's just farmland. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's probably what they're doing. You think the hypothesis of a red-colored mastiff wearing a boar hide isn't true? You know what? Let's y- You book the flights. We all go. All right? You book <laughs> it. it. We need it. And pay 60% okay. of my flight. I'll pay the rest. Sixty percent. You pay sixty. I'll pay forty. You can't go even fifty. And we can camp there. It'll be cheap. (laughs) 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 The weather would be great for sure. Yeah. Okay. Closing this time of year in France. Oh yeah. All right. Jevudan. You got to do it to get the wolf man. Think about the the pros here. Be the wolf man. Yeah. (laughs) One who controls it, buddy, has all the power. Okay, so I don't know. I guess that's fucking. What are you drinking right now? That's the question. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. What are you drinking? Um, Black Light, all night stout. It's got a fucking moth on it. Looks pretty fucking badass. You've been drinking a lot of craft beers lately, haven't you? Hmm. Yeah, I've been. I see on on your Instagram. You're like, yo, check this out. Check this out. And I'm like, fuck. A lot of strange beers. Barking Squirrel was pretty good. The other one, not Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. Barking Squirrel was surprisingly good, but it had like, I don't know, it wasn't really beer. It had some junk into it. But you can't taste it, so. 
What are you drinking, Tom? I just got plain old Heineken. Heineken. That's boring. Nice spot. Oh, I got. I'm working tomorrow, buddy. It's not a late night. It's not anything. I'm just. Yeah. Okay, I got. I got one more topic. We don't know what Scott's drinking. What Scott drinking? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Good old fashioned Budweiser. I brought a bunch of beers for hockey, tall boys, and uh, I still had some leftovers, so that's it. Oh, nice. What day is it yeah. today? I'm so loud at a loop. It's my Dude, yesterday, ho- yesterday hockey, I just got to tell you, 2-2, right? Uh, we got a, mm-hmm. I got an assist on our line. Um, nice. Ogilvy scored, I think. And then, uh, whatever, but it was 2-2. Um, banging in front of the net. I'm in front of the net all the time, playing center. Uh, puck comes to me, kind of bounced off a goalie. I hammer it in 5 hole for a 3-2. It was good. Nice. Yeah, and then, and then uh, yeah, later on, Kinner just threw one in with uh, Logan. Guys almost fighting on the ice and stuff the whole time. It was a good game. Classic, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Katya was watching. So as soon as I scored, it was like right in front of her, right? So she's, I look up, she's cheering. Uh-huh. So I pointed my stick at her, you know? I was like, yeah, it's for you, baby. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, and, then, and then right away, Haas was like, Dude, do you just like point at your girlfriend? And I was like, Yeah, I told her I told her I told her I was gonna score a goal for her. And then later on after Logan was like, What the fuck was this man? Who are you shooting at with your stick? <laughs> he's like, It's my girl. I said I'd score for her. And then he's like, Oh cool. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> just chirped me about it. That's all good. That's hilarious. That's yeah. And then next and then when Kinner when Kinner scored the next goal, he goes over and I was watching him and then he just scored and he's like, Yeah, and he goes to celebrates with Logan. And then uh, uh, after Haas on the bench was like, oh, dude, as soon as Kinner scored, he pointed at your girl. He did <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, he didn't, you fucker. I was watching him. He's like, yeah, he did, man. Yeah, he did. You can take that. <laughs> he's trying to get me going. Cut your grass. Yeah. yeah, I was like, he's trying Hilarious. to get me going. But yeah, it was jokes. It was a good feeling, yeah. And then Damn I was like, nice. oh, yeah, Katya. Like, I, I score all the time. Like, every game I score, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. On your own Normal. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you miss hockey? Is Tommy not playing? Uh, yes and no. I don't. Tommy I, was a good. Tommy's on my line with Lorelli for you, like four seasons. It's in some a good. Row. We had some good times. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll be back next year. I don't. I don't even know. Things are getting busier. Just why Tom stop? It's not something I grew up with, right? So, uh, just working away, buddy. Got the house. Got to got to focus on this right now. Oh, I don't want to get distracted any other way. This is the first year, right? Second year, almost. So. That's, that's it yeah gotta dig yourself out of that pit it takes like three to five years yeah it's it won't be fun. bad I'm getting there another year I think I'll be uh, in a good spot yeah for sure yeah, it's man. Good. 100% so I'll be there by the halfway next year you'll probably feel a lot better about it I think so too yeah yeah it's not uh, it's not bad a good spot I'm definitely happy are you kidding me I just saw yeah, shit man. that sold around here in my neighborhood I'm like yeah, yeah. definitely happy no you did good man yeah, all good decisions good. really good yeah you had the best thing possible, and you busted your ass. I remember when you were looking to buy, man. You were yep. constantly fucking looking and yep. going and doing it, and like just like juggling constantly, basically all these things. And yeah, dumped his condo at a good time. Perfect. Yeah, it worked, it worked out. No complaints. Yeah, the only thing I'd want possible. is a two car garage. That would be my okay. goal. That's my next goal: two car garage. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Car garage. There's always the That's next goal, right? There's always the next <laughs> fucking. Yes, yeah, there definitely. is. Whatever, we'll get there. Definitely. Slowly. Slowly, but surely. Yeah, yeah. You guys want me to go on to this next topic? Let's hear it. All right. Begin. So this is because of the Christmas theme, and I really try to tie something into Christmas. 
and I don't. Yeah, so this is going to be. This is. Have you heard about Clockwork Elves or Machine Elves? I've heard that name before. I can't tell you what that okay, is. Okay, so these are the entities, oh, oh, or like the spirits good. that people encounter when they ha- when they take DMT, yes. or dimethyltryptamine, or yes. ayahuasca. And yep. the trippy thing about them, or these things, is that it's like a shared hallucinogenic experience. A lot of people encounter elves or gestures or like some sort of entity or like spirit or something like that and it's just a really it's like a really odd thing but it could just be kind of like a cultural like i don't know like relevant like thing to encounter and then that's why it's like in their minds so that's why they encounter it but nonetheless like it's it's like a kind of like a shared psychedelic experience in a way well another interesting thing is especially with dmt uh, compared to other drugs is that common element because that elf or that uh, it's always some kind of helper and almost like a guide and trying to teach them a lesson and usually it's a positive lesson um, something very profound or prophetic like oh pollution is going to destroy the world or something like that you know more, more poetic but with big notes like that and it's it's always like a common guide and uh, it's really interesting people always have that similar experience with DMT yeah so to know more about it because i don't know what tom knows or people listening to this i know nothing dude okay so it's produced naturally in like many plants and animals including humans uh in very small amounts it obviously doesn't like trigger like psychedelic experiences or whatever but maybe when we sleep we do experience a little bit more of it but um its nickname is the spirit molecule um yeah netflix movie watch it yeah, so uh, DMT can inspire like a bombardment of visual shapes and colors when you first take it. It's like a kaleidoscope of colors. It's like you're basically, it feels like apparently from all accounts that it's taking you into another realm or like another dimension of some sort. That's what a lot of people reports, like what they're feeling. Uh, so basically like at its peak, it feels as though you've gained entry into another realm and you feel like you're in a different world. Um and they like part of that like profound experience is like apparently it's something similar to or on par with an ego death where you kind of lose all your semblance of your ego and you kind of just like allow either yourself or if you're like into like the paranormal like the spiritual entity basically call you out on your bullshit so if you're doing something that's like not good for you or you're like you're too uptight or you're too like you take yourself too seriously you don't know how to take a joke like this experience will kind of reflect on that it's like hey you need to lighten up you need to be more open to jokes you need to be more outgoing you need to be stops being so antisocial like it kind of really breaks down the ego yeah ego and uh they basically just assist in calling you out on your bullshit and they they communicate information to you um yeah, so a lot of people have reported like tranquility or oneness, but uh, there also has been some occasions where people experience fear, authoritative presence, negatively judged, uh, maliciousness, or feeling unwelcomed. Um, it's the, a bad trip. Yeah, so I guess you could have a bad trip and not just a positive trip. So that's kind of interesting. So then uh, uh, there's a couple of books out there to read. So there's a or research papers to read. There's a Dr. Rick Strassman, who's a psychedelic researcher. He authored the book, 
DMT, the spirit molecule. There's Dr. Jennifer Like, who conducted a survey on D DMT and the entities that exist um, within it, possibly, or people that have like these shared like entity ex like experiences in 2019. Uh, and then there was a study uh, published in the Journal of uh, uh, Psychological uh, pharmacology with research with a research team that was led by alan davis so there has been like some documentation into like meeting entities under psychedelic experiences and um those kind of things so i guess i'm just trying to say that i think you should go for it buddy i'm not going to do it I, and i don't I want to do should, it though yeah probably yeah. i think every like you're the guy definitely i'll monitor guy. i'll monitor for sure Okay, listen, when I thought about doing it, I was like... I'll even what? pay for it. I don't know where to get it, but I'll pay for it. <laughs> if you're going to let me monitor it, no problem. Okay, when I first started looking into this topic, I did so because I always kind of wanted to, and I wanted to experience it. But then the further I went down the rabbit hole into like looking this stuff up and reading about it, mm -hmm. the less it made me want to do it. And it got, sure. I guess started getting I like... When some I got researchers and scientists, of, <laughs> yeah, but some some of those scientists and stuff are like, uh, oh, we don't know what we got ourselves into. Like, look how deep this goes, and and um, and how how serious this is, you know. So, in South America, they have ayahuasca, right? And yeah, this yeah. Is, this is like a big that. thing that people do on like tourism down there. They go see the shaman, they drink it. It's like in a safe environment. They have to do like a like a cleansing. They can't have like caffeine and drugs in their body and stuff when they do it. And one of the shared experiences that they have when they take it down there is that they meet like a snake god or like they have like a lot of visuals of snakes and stuff like that. And then you yeah, look no at thanks. like ancient. Would, you, wait, is this uh, is this the culture that's taken in themselves or like random? This is like me. Stuff? If like me and you went, oh, we would have a high probability, according to most of these reports, of seeing like a snake entity or snake god of some sort. But, um, but do you think that's because somebody talks about snakes and stuff? Like exactly. It's already been put like, in yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like if like you're a, researching this, you're gonna think about that. Like, correct. Like, well, like yeah. it's like it's like an. Shit, I'm gonna yes. see a snake. Yes, and I I don't know if there's actually any accounts of someone going in as like a control group and being like, hmm. you know. But so. Well, that's what I like to hear is talking back. Someone not being influenced by anything, not walking through a rainforest where the or with the tour guide with like talking about snakes yeah, where you snake around his back snakes on the trees yeah so. yeah then you go in with a tent with like snake like you know thing on the wall then it's like okay yeah here's your here's your shit yes correct what so going back to like those research papers and stuff i was talking about that's mm -hmm. what that's what part of those studies were was to find out is this just like is this an actual collective conscious experience or is it just sort of like a cultural influence or like um yeah that's uh, a you know wonder, like yeah. or your um like a visual influence or whatever, like stig, uh, I forget what it's called, you know? And it, I think there are some people that without influence kind of encounter the same thing, but here's, here's a one collective consciousness thing. They're still encountering an, an, an entity. It may not be an, like a specific entity, like a snake God or an elf, mm -hmm. but it's still an entity. So that's still like a curious thing instead of like experiencing, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like nothing. Yeah, I, I think people, everybody that I've talked to that has tried, you know, something obviously stronger than, let's say, weed has told me, uh, like even guys who I know have taken shrooms, um, mm -hmm. they have told me they saw 
like the devil in the fire or you know so i mean would you not consider that an entity like the fire is talking to you i guess if it's <laughs> if it's communicating to you yeah i would if, it, if you're just yeah, seeing so, things and it's not really like anything it's like yeah a, but this is like it's it's not a major thing that everybody thinks like that because everybody's human humans are meant to have a guide you're a baby you let you your have mind a guide yeah. like you know what i mean it might just peel back all the layers that you've learned and to your core which is you know you need someone to guide you at the start of your life or whatever like this it could just be a collective thing because everybody's human and that's like a natural thing for us to go to and to visualize Although I heard like DMT, some scientists or researchers or whatever said that that's a lot of the uh, alien accounts when people think they got abducted by aliens. It's actually some kind of um, <laughs> natural occurring similarity to DMT. Not like someone's taking DMT and saying, oh, I got abducted by aliens. But it's a similar yes. process, the similar, similar uh, um, like a chemical reaction yeah. in the brain. Whatever. I don't, I don't like know. They what find it is. like the same like chemical Specific. compounds in them when they test them. Yeah, yeah. This, it's, this, it's the same part of your brain activating i guess oh but okay i don't know too much about it it's it's just you get okay the point. isn't there a study that uh, somebody was doing and and this goes back to there's i believe like a documentary on it they're using dmt to microdose uh people off of their addiction to heroin yeah there's a uh, bunch of like was... psychedelic studies right now yeah into like a lot of microdosing stuff so you brought up like seeing the devil and stuff so when i was looking into this i found a lot of parallels into religion and they're kind of like, if you were raised like Christian or like Catholic or whatever, yes, you might be kind of like, oh fuck, maybe there's some fucking shit here, or maybe there's some tie-ins. So, For you know sure. the story of like Adam and Eve. You know they were yeah. told they could eat from any tree in the Garden of Eden except for one tree, the tree of fucking knowledge apple. of good and evil. <laughs> However, a serpent. So that kind of like coincides back to like the serpent god like if then you look at like ancient aztec beliefs where they always had like a like a some sort of serpent god or something mm-hmm. and then you know the serpent convinces eve to eat the fruit from the tree and gave some to adam this and then you know the serpent said to eve like you will not die for god knows that when you eat this your eyes will open and you will be like god knowing good and evil so it's and i guess in the like the bible it says like fruit but what if like fruit is just like a just like a cloak like a like a term just to be like um whatever the tree bears as like um you know as like something that you'd consume and you know what if that happens so like with ayahuasca it comes from a tree they take the leaves you know and buy it so this is the interesting thing this is kind of like a little science like note it's like when you take the leaves of ayahuasca and you like mash them down and drink them it won't actually do anything to you like they're full of dmt but your stomach has enzymes in it that stop it from absorbing the dmt so you'll just push it through your body and you won't actually get high but what ayahuasca does is it mixes the leaves from another tree and they mash it together so when you eat it or uh, consume it or drink it or whatever not only are you getting the dmt leaves and a crap ton of dmt in your stomach but now you're also getting this other leaf that blocks the enzymes in your stomach from blocking it blocks them so now your body will absorb the dmt through your stomach and then you get super high as opposed to just like smoking like dmt like i don't know through like a pipe or something yeah i'm sure you could inject it snort it or inhale it 
right? There's multiple ways to, to, to ingest it. But it's just crazy that, like, so ayahuasca, like these ancient civilizations, figured out that by mixing this combination of leaves and stuff, allowed to be um, absorption of um, DMT and, like, enabled you to get high and have, like, these psychedelic experiences and, like, have, like, I guess for them it was, like, a religious experience and, like, I don't know, I guess it led to, like, all those sacrifices and, like, all those different kind of, like, uh, religious traditions they have and shit down there. Yeah, but, but the whole concept of of the tree with Adam and Eve, like, the tree isn't really the relevant part. The whole thing is, like, they were given a direction and then they were influenced by, by evil, right? That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying the parallels are kind of interesting. Yeah. And I don't know if yeah. they could be completely coincidental or, yeah, they, you know, are. whatever. I think that's the, that's the point. Because you could take just, a tree and use it for whatever metaphor or uh, suits you, you know? Yeah, I'm just saying. Ayahuasca comes from a tree yeah, and they meet a so snake god and a snake marijuana, god. Marijuana is a, is a plant. Uh, it's the same, you know, the things that grow off of it, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can say the same thing, kind of. But the only difference is yeah. that it's a serpent on the tree in the Bible and there's the snake gods and, like, the ayahuasca or, like, Aztec culture. So it's kind of like, oh, two serpent parallels and the tree parallel. Like, and that's, I don't know, that's the only little oh, yeah. tidbit oh, of, Oh, like, I heard, no, I heard this other, this other story um, about these four tribes. Um, one of them was represented by snakes. Um, and uh, another one was called Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> snakes are evil all throughout history, man. Ravenclaw. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the so I also found parallels to Christmas. So this is another tie into the uh, episode ten this, Xmas this special. Still- Oh, good. We're moving away from DMT. Um, no, it's still kind of in that realm, but oh. slightly moving away. This is getting more into like mushrooms, I guess. So, oh, first of all, before I say anything about mushrooms, um, the one of these, uh, which one was it? One of the head, C- the CEO from Af- Africa, Brett. Who is it? You know who it is. I don't know. I sent that he's, link, he's, but I don't remember. He's maybe now, I didn't send uh, the link. Was that you that sent that? That he's now uh, his next stock or bet is on mushrooms yeah it's on mushrooms and the reason that is is because a lot of pharmaceutical companies are have done a lot of research into the benefits of like psilocybin and different like yeah mushrooms on how to treat like post-traumatic stress disorder and how to like sort of uh so once the companies kind of come up with like enough case studies to show that hey this benefits people with this this and this Mm -hmm. and then they can sort of start lobbying the politicians and the governments would be like decriminalize legalize Definitely. and then Wait, all this, of a sudden sorry to interrupt. was this bruce linton i think so from canopy yeah that's why sorry that's that's huge man remember when all these weed stocks came out and uh and tweed was a little tiny company the first actually weed company on the on the uh publicly traded yeah that's and, why i think people turn should... it turn it to canopy fucking afria ecb all those big ass companies all that's why you should look at these share. mushroom ones man oh big time big time it's because it'll start with pharmaceutical like weed started with pharmaceutical yeah. right everyone wanted the yeah. green card this and that yeah and then yeah. over time, like after the green card happened, it was like, just make it legal, like make it yeah. recreational. And they think because mushrooms isn't too far from like marijuana mm-hmm. in terms of like classification, 
that it's yep. like it's the next step it's you know what's you know what's yeah. you know funny when i was on this weed stocks forums and stuff when i was trading weed stocks back when these companies were blowing up and all that uh somebody made a, a subreddit called cocaine stocks and made me a moderator of it oh and God. i still am <laughs> and then but his point is and he's private messaging he's like dude eventually cocaine is going to be legalized and we'll be moderators for this <clears throat> because this is just the first step when it was legalized in canada he made it and then i was like cool man so it's exactly what he described you know weed then mushrooms that's and called then... playing the long game buddy the really yeah, fucking exactly. long game because i don't know how yeah. far cocaine would be but well it just might be a freedom of body eventually. Like you could have whatever drug you want. It's your own body. Who knows? You want to hear if, crazy? If the, if the world, the, the war fucked up the world gets, the more in demand drugs are. <laughs> you want to hear yeah. a crazy conspiracy theory as to why the states is reluctant to like legalize a lot of drugs, including marijuana? <laughs> why? They don't want to admit they lost the war on drugs. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. Well, that's probably a little bit of it. But apparently, the CIA has a lot For of Nixon has a lot of black book income. So they apparently deal a lot of arms to like different organizations for different reasons. And they you know, they and that's been documented in some cases to like cartels and stuff. Yeah. But yeah they yeah. think that they make a fuck ton of money off selling drugs as well. And they think that if they legalize it, it's going to hit them in the pocketbooks and they don't want that to happen. You think so? So one no. of the big motivators to not legalize it, is that the CIA doesn't want their black book budgets to be fucking impacted. I don't, I don't think know. so. When I, when I heard that conspiracy theory, I was like, that makes the most fucking sense out of any other reason besides people just being like, it's immoral. I don't agree with it. I don't know. When it came I down to money. More, I don't know, man. That's a very interesting theory, but I think it's more just to keep the political machine running, you know? Like when people are arguing, the politicians are making money. Yeah, you money. need something to debate <laughs> too, right? You need stuff to change yeah. and you need stuff to argue about or else there's no point in politics. Mm-hmm. If everything's but, status quo all the time, then it's boring and there's no need for change and there's no need for, you know, yeah. a house of commons to argue things, right? You, yeah, you, well, like I, I can understand that CIA theory, but we're talking about marijuana here. CIA, if they're dealing heavy shit for arms stuff, they're not dealing in weed. I guarantee you that. Well, maybe it was weed for a long time. Well, if, if that's the case, then why wouldn't they throw the public a bone and say, oh, don't worry, weed's legalized. Leave our coke and heroin and uh, opium and serious shit alone. And it's still definitely, definitely illegal. Now we could focus all of our police not fighting kids with roaches on the street and they could start fighting people with uh, heavy heavy shit that's actually hurting people and well, destroying lives. Well, I don't know. Lives. When, when you started seeing the rise of, like when you saw legalization of weed, you started seeing like fentanyl roll in. So it's like you had something else come in. No, it's the opposite, Stretching. dude. Fentanyl and opiate use go down significantly in all states that were legalized. No, no, I'm like, just like fentanyl didn't exist for the longest time, and then weed. It had nothing legalized. to do with the legalization of being weed. I'm just saying no. they had to like broaden their like. Uh... Not at all. Maybe that's the. Or you think the they just put it in the news to distract yeah. people? Like the like, deaths yeah, were probably stop, already happening. The ODs were there. Yeah. But it's like, hey, this is becoming a problem. And then it may. No, it's like it's like we it's like we lost a drug to make money uh, off of. We need another drug to make money off of. So they came out with another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That that's the conspiracy theory. I don't know if it's true. I don't have the answers here. I'm just spitballing. I'm just saying things. You know. Mm-hmm. 
but I know that uh, all like opiate use and deaths have gone on, on like down significantly. With, yeah, yeah. Uh, you see that anywhere, like, like decriminalization in Portugal, it's like it went. Yeah. It's a huge improvement because you create safer environments for people to use. They don't have to hide it. They don't have to go like, like a lot of drug addicts. They'll go into like quiet areas where they won't be found, so they don't get caught or arrested, right? But what happens is they'll look, go and do that. They'll overdose. They won't have anyone around them. No one to call the ambulance or whatever. Then they're just found dead. So when it's less scrutiny and like stuff like that, and people are able to do it in safer environments, and there's less things like that happening, you know, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Like you get, they're going to do it no matter what. Do you want them to do it safely, or do you not want them to do it safely? And then cleaner as well. You know, shared needles, this and that, and the rest. Right? Yeah. Definitely, but back back to the original like uh, point, mushrooms, definitely a, a new uh, market, you know. Oh yeah. uh, The first yeah. the that's first the next little step. tiny inkling of a mushroom stock that's going near the uh, near the open market onto Nasdaq or something like that, yeah. or TSX if it's going to be Linton, then uh, keep an eye on it. Yeah, I think the next, next, I think, next tweet, you know. Get I think in early. It, I think anything that doesn't have to be refined and like manufactured it can it's just simply like grown you know like mm-hmm. like a plant like a mushroom it'll it'll have like a very ease of entry into legalization but i think things like cocaine and like yeah. heroin that require like chemical like, like chemical sort of foods. like yeah, yeah. Or, or just like refine like being refined basically i, I think those will mean. those will have like yeah. more apprehension to them and i don't know like i could see decriminalization at some point but i don't know about legalization hard to say maybe a little further down the road but yeah mm-hmm. so going back to the parallels to christmas mm-hmm. did you know santa is a modern counterpart of a siberian shaman who would consume mind-altering plants and fungi to commune with the spirit world so they would dress similarly i suppose and the mushroom that he consumed or that they consumed was Amida mascaria. And it commonly grows under pine trees, AKA Christmas trees. The shaman would collect the, <laughs> the shaman would, your comparisons. <laughs> the shaman would collect these uh, mushrooms in a large sack and give them out as gifts for the winter solstice. Sometimes coming in through the roof of a snow blocked home, of the uh, and this the, most of these villagers <laughs> lived in like yurts so like coming exactly. in through the top yeah coming in through the top wasn't like uncommon no so yeah so and then once they got these mushrooms you know villagers would hang them to dry uh similarly to modern day like christmas ornaments you know they might even put them on a tree who fucking <laughs> knows like so they probably didn't cut a tree down and bring it inside then do you think they did i don't know maybe i have no idea it's possible so, so then rain and here's another thing reindeer love them they love to fucking eat them uh they will be attracted to your urine that's why they ate them and you piss them they'll like try to like drink your piss they'll come over like you on your piss on the ground and they'll like start licking it so and they think the hallucinogenic properties are responsible for people perceiving like reindeer flying flying. (laughs) yeah and (laughs) maybe that's why the reindeer actually fly (laughs) but like you just be like tripping on mushrooms laying down where a bunch of reindeer hanging out and you'd have like reindeer like walking over your body like oh my god they're flying you know like and then that also the tradition of christmas started 
I think people just, there's there's people multiple Coca Cola. There's multiple yeah. there's multiple <laughs> like influences in different like sort of like pre Christian like pagan cultures that adopt different things like mistletoe and like you know making reefs and stuff like that and then there's obviously like the Christian stuff that's supposed to be like for like you know the celebration of like Christ's birthday and stuff like that but um yeah I don't know but like there's a bunch of like neo pagan like beliefs from different cultures that have just been adopted into christmas because there was a lot of people that were like i guess like they were brought into christianity but they were like pagans so they had a lot of like stuff they did around the winter solstice so their traditions kind of just got baked into the celebration Mm -hmm. so a lot of stuff we do today without even knowing it is like it's kind of like you know like a lot of people that aren't like religious like celebrate christmas but like which is kind of ironic but then there's also like you're also like celebrating like paganism too to like a certain extent like look at easter for an example like what does it have to do with eggs and a rabbit like you know what i mean like a lot of it is like a like a a mishmash of different like spiritual or religious beliefs kind of like like put into one so and that also like kind of like goes back into like the elves thing like when people like do DMT, they meet the elves. Like I don't know, maybe like on this hallucinogenic. Even though I don't think really people see like entities or talk to entities on like mushrooms, but you know maybe they did. I don't know. I've never done it, so maybe they speak to elves or some shit. Um, are you guys familiar with like Jacob Grimm, the guy that would write like the fucking like fairy tale and folklore books? Um, so he associated santa claus with like pre-christian house spirits kobolds and elves with like saint nicholas which uh these spirits could be like like malicious or benevolent uh and then there's also like the norse like norse beliefs so uh they think like vikings would take mushrooms to kind of invoke like this excited delirium state where they would go into like the berserker rage so a lot of drug addicts will like experience um excited delirium uh, when they're facing off against the cops and cops will report like, you know, these guys have superhuman strength, like what the fuck, like what's wrong with this guy? So they think like the way the Vikings like invoked like berserker rage was like through mm-hmm. drug use or like the consumption of like mushrooms. Um, but so then you look at Norse mythology, um, you know, in a lot of stuff in like the Marvel movies kind of parallels this with Thor. So there's the rainbow bridge that connects the nine realms and then he uses the Bifrost to travel between them. So the Rainbow Bridge and the Bif- the Bifrost actually is quite similar to like when you take DMT and you know, you experience like that trip where you see like a bunch of like like colors and like kaleidoscope colors and stuff and you're just like zooming into like that next dimension. So it's like maybe the Bifrost or like the Rainbow Bridge in North mythology was actually like a psychedelic experience like when they were about to like enter like this other realm or this other dimension so and in a lot of like these like north mythologies they have like these dark elves and like these light elves that they meet in these different dimensions and people report meeting elves in these dimensions and they also report like you know malicious and benevolent entities so i don't know i just thought those are some uh cool parallels with uh you know psychedelics and drugs and all that fun stuff <laughs> well i don't know a lot of these uh a lot of these uh things are just like comparisons on comparisons and and you relate them to a lot of things that uh 
you know, you can expand on it kind of any way you want. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be kind of, I don't know, I don't know if it's cool, but wouldn't it be kind of interesting if mm-hmm. North Norse mythology was just all based around the consumption of psychedelics and like mushrooms? Well, that thing about berserker rage is interesting. Like, if they did discover a drug that they could just uh, do that, and they noticed that in their soldiers, then you might be right. <laughs> yeah. How much of this like can you take? You know what I mean? Like, I want like, is there a test? There's a guy who's been taking mushrooms like for, you know, two hundred like days in a row. Microdose. I'm sure there's people that can probably take a fuck ton. I don't know. No, but I mean, microdosing probably doesn't mess you up that much. No, probably not. I think it's just like taking, you know, just takes the edge off of your whatever stress or your addictions to other things right yeah i mean i'm just curious like if you're thinking that north Mythol or whatever norsemen were doing that much like whatever I'm, i watch vikings um, <laughs> you, can, you can go with with that yeah they're eating mushrooms in there but i mean they're not constantly and whatever i understand this show but like if that's all they were doing the whole time i don't know if you'd be fighting going to war no no like, i was saying they were doing it all the time like maybe crap. they would do it as like a ritual right like it's like okay we're about to yeah, storm they know, this they know it village evokes, they know it evokes yeah the, like the day before the or something like yeah, yeah. but you know and they all just like I, start I like think... doing these mushrooms and they suck each other out and they get like i don't know like bloodlust or whatever you know and they just start going in and they just fucking right. with the power maybe. of like psychedelic high and fucking ex- excited delirium with like super strength they're able to just like conquer anything they're taking sure. arrows and shit, and they're just like, fuck it. Like, I don't feel it because I'm high as yeah. fuck, and they just keep going. For sure. Well, it'd be know. naive to think well, that all, like, yeah. armies throughout history didn't use some type of drugs of course. for their soldiers I'm and sure. shit, even for, like, pain, whatever, everything. I'm sure yeah. they did, but there's a limit. Yeah. That's I don't what know. I, would, I, just, I just, when I see, like, these kind of, like, parallels, it's kind of like, I'm not thinking, like, the paranormal or the supernatural is real. What I'm saying is, it's fucking interesting that maybe. Like a lot of the stuff in, that we see in religion or like spiritual beliefs, how much of it, because a lot of these stories we like in the, you know, religious texts are pretty um, supernatural, right? Like they're like, they're very extravagant stories. They're, mm-hmm. And it's like, how, like, my scientific mind says none of those are true. You know, I don't believe in any of it. And then it, and it's like, well, then what is the causation of them? Did it just come from nothing? Or did it stem from some sort of weird, um, you know, human experience with a psychedelic? And it's I'm like, sure there's also a lot of broken telephone with uh, a lot of the stories that you're hearing or reading up on, right? Like, where yeah. did this information come from? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's an interesting based. book out there. It's called, um, I think it's called The Sacred Cross and the Mushroom. And it kind of tries to... I think it speaks to a lot of the parallels between mm-hmm. or the possibility of the influence of psychedelics in the formations of religion. Well, also, like, I mean, I, listen, I don't do any of that stuff. Like, I barely, like, smoke weed. Um, yeah. Just personal preference. I, I, I drink. That's my main vice. Yeah, and, brother, that's my main um, too. Right, but... I mean, I think if I was around in an era where there was no, I don't know, distractions, cell phones, TVs, internet, all this kind of crap, uh, you know, when you're down, your your main goal is shelter and uh, food. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of downtime. And if you see a mushroom in the forest, you're probably going to pick it up and eat it. (laughs) You're going to make the stupid guy in the village eat it first. 
Yeah, and you're gonna you're okay. gonna make something eat it, and then you're gonna be like, okay, he's all right, and then you're gonna just eventually eat plants. Damn, that stupid guy's really strong now. Fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give me some of that. The stupid guy just like, pretends it's awesome as he's dying. He's just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah tricked you. Yeah, it's a great mushroom. <laughs> you guys should all have it. <laughs> that's how the first cult was started. Right. Yeah. Did you know what they used to think tomatoes were poisonous? I did hear that. Yes. Rats, yeah. And then like they like someone ate them and proved they like weren't or yeah. some shit. But they also, yeah. if you kind of cut them open and look at them, it kind of looks like it would be poisonous. What was this? Uh, yeah. Oh, so there's this book. I I don't remember what it is, but anyways, these uh, uh, people like kind of travel into this other uh, kind of land that was sealed off for so long because this border is coming down between them. One's like a magical world. One is the normal world. So all magic was separated, put on the other side of this border. Whatever. He goes over there. He has like a, you know, a bunch of food and rations and shit. Meets somebody and he goes to offer her an apple. And uh, she like freaks out or whatever and thinks that he's trying to poison her because every, all the fruit and poisonous things in their land uh, are red. So like anything poisonous is red. That's just like their their fucking That's the rule of thumb. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it causes all this like politics and shit between them. Um, I think you gotta see somebody eat it. Like, no, no, I'm not eating that. Like, let me uh, watch yeah, you. Yeah, you gotta like first. maybe feed it to the animals. Like, you have to prove them, especially if you know it's yeah. it's not just why. It w- Definitely, there always had to be a first for everything. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people I mean, died along the way to discovering what we could eat. <laughs> oh, yeah, for, sure. for sure. Is that fucked up? Like, and there's still people yeah. doing that, even currently. I guess yep, it can't. Right. It probably would have came from desperation too, right? Because it's like, fuck, we have nothing to eat. Yeah. Like, can we eat this? I don't yeah. know. Like, we're dead anyway. Yeah, of course. Fuck, That's why it's like yeah. it. a tiny bit or whatever. And then if you live, it's like, fuck yeah, we live. We can live forever now because we have less food. Yeah, if you discover something yeah. new. I don't know. A lot how, of them are just, like, are just yeah. like, yeah, they're just poisonous. You know, someone will eat them and then, oh, that guy's a little bit sick from it. Oh, he get, you get a little sick from eating these. Don't eat these. Like, I felt pretty shitty. Oh, I did too. Oh, fuck, this guy ate four of them. Like, oh, man, he was, like, throwing up. Oh, this guy this guy ate five. Like, he's fucked up too. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> see, you know what I mean? It's slow. like. That's how we discovered alcohol. Yeah. Someone, someone ate a handful and they're dead. Okay, these things are definitely poisonous, guys. Don't eat them. <laughs> That's when you realize, look, there's an animal over there. He's yeah, alive. We that's... could probably kill him and eat him and yeah. not die. We can add him to that fire. He can't be poisonous. Remember that, <laughs> remember that fire that Frank discovered last week? We just add the animal to the fire and we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's part of the reason why they think our brains developed so quickly through, like, history was that the uh, cooking food to release, like, nutrients in the food and help, led to, like, faster, stronger brain oh, development. Yeah? And they also that's think maybe... Maybe there's a there's also a stoned ape theory where they think, going back to psychedelics and mushrooms, they think that maybe, you know, early hominids like eating psychedelic mushrooms expanded their minds and brains to be able to like form tools and wheels and cultivate fire. Yeah, they they tasted meat and they're like, how can we get more of this quicker? I don't think so because from you know the whole theory that we're developed from a single cell organism and then mutations and stuff and the whole Darwinism concept, then that doesn't really make sense because you've been gradually developing the whole time. What do you mean? What do you mean? I just mean like, like you're like humans, the way they're, they're developed, just kept developing and developing and developing until there's one kind of uh, alpha 
<laughs> essentially you know that's yeah. how everything happened over time you know dependency and, and getting along and eventually it was like oh intelligence is actually a better survival tool than than strength but what if you had kind of like uh, both and then that was just the alpha organism that developed and developed and developed into what we are today there was other like subspecies of humans that evolved though along the same like lineage from like yeah and that's ancestors. why they're not here anymore because there was neanderthal homo floriensis and few yeah. others and but some people actually have like five percent neanderthal dna in them to this day yeah well it's like uh brown bear is up in alaska you know oh it's getting really cold up here and there's snow everywhere and there's a whole lot of brown bears but oh this genetic mutation caused a, a white bear oh this white bear is actually getting a lot more meat and stuff because it can't be seen in the snow and then pigments and their future generations change and change and it's like oh there they adapted and now there's this polar bear is dominating there because of their their fur oh strength and whatever you know that's just like how humans became where we are today it's the same way it's the survival of the fittest and the best traits go on but we were the only species on the planet to develop to the extent that we did nothing else really did except for like hominids so i feel like there has to be like other factors that like cooking food. I mean, other animals probably eat psychedelic mushrooms, so that could probably be discounted, but the the cooking of food isn't really common spread amongst the animal kingdom. So it's like, maybe it did contribute to like mm -hmm. the release of nutrients and like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, expansion of the but brain. That's the whole thing though. Like to get to the point of cooking food, you needed some degree of intelligence already. Like, I don't think that the food itself like expanded the human brain that much or or expedited its learning throughout history. Well, you're, you're able to release a lot more nutrients in the food as opposed to eating it raw. So oh, when it came to like, let's say you have just like, digesting it. Wasn't yeah. that like the big thing? You, you, eat, you didn't have to eat, chew it so much or whatever to break it down. You're eating the yeah, normal but, amount, quicker. but you're getting more bang for your buck out of the normal amount. So For sure. You know, everybody knows that. But like, okay, lions and wolves and all kinds of shit eats meat. Yeah. And humans, when they're eating meat, let's say they're like, like monkeys or whatever. Uh when they like oh i could use fire and cook the meat and then you get more nutrients it might have snowball effect their their yeah. development but they probably at that didn't point, even know they were getting more when nutrients. they know they probably that, just thought yeah, it tasted but, better or something maybe yeah exactly maybe but at some point they had to be intelligent enough to start fire and add meat to it like yeah <laughs> it's it's weird how like so it's like it's from inevitable that point like to that next point yeah. They think that like chimpanzees and stuff are like currently in the stone age now because they've witnessed them using like spears and different things like tools. It's kind of like that's like the early stone age for them. Oh, you mean like wild chimpanzees? Like, yeah. So they've seen like an orangutan use like yeah. a pointed stick uh, over a river to kind of like spear a fish. They've seen mm. like, you know, monkeys use sticks into like, you know, termite mines and ant holes yeah. and stuff. And it's kind of like, okay, that's early tool use. Like they're kind of like making tools like yeah. fair, like sort of like if, if they're sharpening it then it's a tool but if they're just picking up a stick they found maybe it's just sort yeah. of like interacting with the environment but yeah. unfortunately we won't see the any change in our lifetime yeah. unless we start cooking food for them it's also very different because <laughs> it's also very different because monkeys can witness humans doing things and it's introduced to their kind of uh, learning you know 
Yeah. They're like monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. There's too much human influence to <coughs> judge where a species is on the in the scale of time compared to humans right now, I think. But if we could teach them and it becomes sort of like indoctrinated into like their behavior, mm-hmm. then it sort of does like act as like, I don't know. I don't know, like evolution in a way. <coughs> like they're just interacting with another animal. It's like yeah. teaching them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know, boys. That's pretty much all I got, I think, for today. That's all I got on the docket here. That you're going like to have more Christmas stuff. More Christmas yeah, stuff. Like I think I've, I don't know. I could I could close by, like, okay, how about we do a thought experiment? Okay. In this thought experiment, you have to run under the pretense that you believe in the supernatural. Okay? Okay, all right you have to believe in the supernatural it's it's not about your personal opinion in this thought experiment you have to pretend to be a woo believer okay yeah i got it okay, okay. so let's say okay wait wait i'm network i'm network. say it no. <laughs> i'm network. <laughs> okay um you take dmt and you're not going through it rationally you're not thinking about it as like uh a physical experience where it's a chemical being introduced to your body. It's interacting with your brain in this way. It's causing this sort of chain reaction to happen in your brain. And now you're hallucinating. Instead, you're seeing it as you're opening a portal to another dimension and you are seeing, um, something you're having on a spiritual like event happen to you. And then you meet this entity or entities and they claim to be you and also God. Okay. They give you special knowledge, uh, but it's out of physical, it's at a cost of something and you don't actually know this exchange is happening, but that, you know, full heartedly going into this experience that nothing is free and there has to be some sort of equivalent exchange. So, what would you lose if you believe in like the supernatural souls and all that stuff? When you go into a spiritual experience that gives you something equivalent to an ego death and gives you personal knowledge about yourself to improve your life. Um, and what would that entity be if you believed in this stuff? What price would you pay? And what, what would I would be willing to be? lose? Yeah. Like what part of your like, soul or like your being or like who you are? I think if it's like going to let me see it, see into the future almost or see my future, should I say? It says it gives you some knowledge about like, let's say it says you drink too much. Yeah. Would you be willing to lose the ability to drink like alcohol from that point on? Like, would I, like, if I didn't stop, I know the outcome you're saying? Okay, well, I'll put it to you this way. So, you as you are now, mm-hmm. a part of you and, like, me, me and you are similar. Like, drinking is, like, a part of us. Like, it's, like, a part of our culture, our identity. Sure. Like, we enjoy it. We enjoy drinking with other people. We enjoy, you know, yes. the laughs and the good times. I hear you. Yeah. You, go, you go into this experience, and it tells you that's a bad quality about you. Despite right. all the, like, love joy uh friendship laughter that it's given you it's telling you it's a bad thing 
Mm-hmm. And then after this experience, from that point on, you've decided based off this experience that you no longer want to drink. So you've lost in a way, a part of the your soul or enjoyment of it. Yeah. You've lost a part of your soul. What do you think you would lose talking to this entity? In other words, what do you think is the most negative part of you? That's not that what you would call yourself out on. And I mean, don't, if it's too personal, don't share it. If if it's too personal, don't say it. I don't have anything specific, to be honest. I kind of, like, I understand what you're saying, but I also don't really. I I mean, we're using this example. Maybe it's not the best example to use. That's the way I'm starting to think about it. Do you think you would encounter an angel, a demon, an alien, or an interdimensional being? That would tell me that? Yeah. Oh, that would most likely be an, an angel, I would think. Like, I definitely... Yeah, I would think it'd be like, an angel. Like if it's it's something that's help being helpful to me, I would I would I would assume it would be, because that it, like I don't see that as being a negative thing if I'm using that example. It's, it's a double-edged sword though, because you don't actually know. You, you you go in with the perception that what it's telling you is a good thing, that it's calling you out on your bullshit. But what if your bullshit actually isn't your bullshit? You know, what if it's just that's, like something you think is your bullshit so like the scientific like if you want to go into the, like, the material world thought about it when you go into these experiences it's just you and yourself calling you and yourself out on your bullshit so you may not right. actually have bullshit you might just believe it to be bullshit so when you think you drink too much maybe you don't actually drink too much or maybe you don't actually yeah. smoke too much or maybe you don't actually whatever you just think hard about yourself or you're like tough on yourself so you come out of that experience a different person, but maybe you're a different person, not for better, but for worse. That's because maybe know. I would judge other people on that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see it as a. I don't know. I, I guess I can't get into the body of it. I don't know, man. If 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 I was like you said to your original thing, if I was a believer in the paranormal and I took this knowing I was having this experience, and I truly wanted to know what kind of guide I would have and what they would say. And be very critical about it. I would say an angel, just like Tommy said. And I'd say, well, this thing happened to me. So when I had uh, cancer, I had uh, Mm -hmm. chemotherapy. I had a couple of surgeries or whatever. And everything ended up being okay. It didn't really spread as far as they thought. My chemo was successful, blah, blah, blah. The whole time I was really sick, I kept like promising to God, oh, I promise if I get better, I'll be a better person. I promise I'll go to church on Sunday. I was like promising God the moon. And, uh, and then once it's I got better. said which Sunday? I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that at all. And I, uh, you know, I feel like I'm like, oh, since I'm better, I just like uh, promised the, the moon, but didn't fulfill it. So I think uh, an angel would call me out on that and saying, hey, like, you got to follow through on your promises to people in general, you know, I think that's not a good quality. That's deep. It's just like a bad quality. I'd say of myself is, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm down. And then just, you know, not care enough about like friends or family and stuff and be kind of, uh, do my own thing. Isn't it weird that like in our times of desperation, Mm -hmm. it's like we dig deep into like something beyond ourselves because it's just so outside of our control. Like, I remember, like, when my mom was sick, man, I would pray. 
I would pray to like a God that I didn't even know was real or not. Mm-hmm. Every day. Exactly. Like asking for like, yep. you know, like a miracle or something. Just like some sort mm-hmm. of like weird, because you hear about it like, like instant remission, like like miraculous remission, like uh, remission yeah. of like cancer, you know, like it happens. Like you see, you hear yeah. the stories and stuff and then you're kind of like, mm-hmm. well, if it's happened once, it can happen twice type of thing. You know, I don't know the special circumstances or if any that apply to that other person it happened to, if it did at all, but. It's kind of like you just you just keep praying, you keep praying, but then, I don't know, man, sometimes, like, I don't know, lightning doesn't strike for you, so you don't know what to think of it. I don't know. It's a tough thing. Yeah, I don't know. As humans, if you're getting, if you're actually put in that situation, like, as soon as you, uh, whatever, you've, I'm just sticking on to what Scott said. Once you feel better, you're like, okay, I'm good. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to, you don't have to pay your debts anymore that you promised to yourself because you're the only one that knows it. You know what? You know what it reminds me Versus, of, and I find it so hilarious. That episode of Rick and Morty where he has like a, the collars where it's like it's him, Morty, and Summer, Rick, Morty, and Summer, and they have to remain like constant and the moment they divert they're not like consistent or something like they make a split reality mm-hmm. yeah and the the channel kept splitting yeah and, and it kept splitting, splitting, splitting it kept splitting kept splitting and then yeah, there was like and then eventually he gives morty his collar and then he's like falling through like this dimension and it's like he sees like a cat and then he sees the collar but like before he sees the collar he's like please god and like and he he's, he doesn't believe in god at all like he's like yes, you know yes, what i mean yes. like he's a super scientist he constantly says that and yeah, then like as god, i was just like, joking the yeah, whole time yeah, yeah, yeah. then like yeah. as he's about to die he's like please god in heaven almighty please spare my life and then he's like the collar he's like he, he, he fixes it like he feels like science real quick or whatever and he puts it there <laughs> and then he like gets to the work he's like he's like fuck yeah he's like fuck you god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i'm out of here yeah. 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 It's yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like yeah it's kind of like oh it's it's like, like the religious person would be like, "Oh, his prayers were answered," but then the scientific person would be like, "No, his prayers weren't answered. He figured it out." You know, it's of course, like, it's yeah. like it's just, yeah, it just shows that Definitely. praying to God is like, uh, okay, I did everything else I could, and now things are out of my hand. I don't feel in control, so I look to something else. That's what God is. <laughs> yeah. And then once you, it is in your control, and you can do something about it, and it's tangible, then it's like, okay, I don't need God. Yeah. It's a weird thing, man. It's a fucking strange thing. Yeah, we're strange creatures. Yeah. Anyway, boys, thanks for uh, joining me on episode ten, the Xmas special. The <laughs> Xmas su- got surprisingly deep Xmas. and religious there on, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I guess that coincides with Christmas, so that's perfectly fucking on point for the episode. Good way. Yeah. A little paranormal Christmas Xmas. X in Roman numerals means 10. So episode 10. Oh, I just want to talk about what we're going to. So the whole goal of this podcast was to hit 10 episodes when I first started. And I kind of wanted to do like every episode with a different person that I knew. But, you know, as you go along the way, schedules are tight with different people. Some people aren't comfortable doing it. And I don't blame them for that. Like it's, you know, it is what it is. Like people have, you know, jobs where they can't really speak to certain things and do certain stuff. Right. But, um, and you know, but I, I made it work, you know, we got to episode 10 and I, I didn't know if I was going to continue it on from this point out. I was kind of like debating on it and I was going to kind of like ask you guys what you think should like go forward with the podcast. So recently 
like last week because i didn't get an episode out i decided to like expand it into like google podcasts which was actually like a really simple thing to do so it's not like it was like a major improvement or anything like that um but now it is available like on google searches and stuff like that so it should oh nice possibly come up like on google searches plus like i think google nice. podcast is like free as opposed to spotify where a lot of people don't have that app or download Access that app it, right. yeah so i think it's like more easily accessible through google podcasts um yeah. i was looking at apple podcasts but i could do that but i i, I kind of like personal i have like a personal beef with apple so i just like mm. like i just kind of like boycott uh, them i don't of use principle. them either so i boycott them out just of principle YouTube too, man. It's free. yeah so i'm thinking about doing youtube just yeah. kind of like putting Why the not? audio on youtube and then the thing i like about youtube is that it's sort of like automated revenue stream if it gets to enough viewers or subscribers yeah is that they just automatically put the ads on there and then i guess it just goes into like your paypal account or whatever it literally requires like no effort on my part besides hitting a button that says like approve for um monetization yeah and youtube premium right. people are actually listening to podcasts more on even though youtube premium is bullshit but people still buy it yeah so yeah i feel yeah, like I it'll know. it'll be like free See on the there point. so uh you know if they throw a couple ads on there it's probably a good idea so i think the next so if i so youtube's probably a good idea and the other thing with like apple Podcasts, because i did kind of dive down that hole to see what it would be like so putting it on google Podcasts and like spotify podcast doesn't require like a whole lot of effort but like apple wanted like so much of my personal information before i like just put it on there so like for putting on google Podcasts was basically like, two simple clicks of a button it was just like approve like there done it just goes from like the rss feed onto google no problem just like automated and then there's a tab for like apple and i thought it was gonna be the same thing i was like oh this is super easy like why didn't I do this before and then it was just like no we want you to make a like an apple account and then all this so we want all this information associated with it as well and it's kind of like nah, uh, i don't know i've avoided you this long i don't know if i want to bite the bullet just yet but then they do have like the apple pod like you can see like the ranked podcasts and like the world and like what number you're at and stuff like that. And so, I don't know, there might be, and there is a lot of people that use Apple products like religiously. Of course, so, yeah. You know, if I want to But I mean, they also them, use, like you said, Spotify and YouTube. Like everybody uses YouTube. Yeah, so maybe baby stuff. Everybody. will do YouTube. So, I mean, so it's something to consider in the future, but just go, just keep going the way you want to go. Don't overwhelm yourself. Um, do you guys think you I should know. continue on with this? Keep it going? <laughs> definitely well, like why not you got nothing to lose and it's yeah. uh okay so then i think be, the next you know. i think the next commitment then after this episode is to do 15 more for a total of 25 and i think that makes Whoa, it like that's ambitious well i yeah, don't know where do you, you go from, from 10? 10 yeah where do you get 10 definitely. to 25 i don't just know what do you do 20 at a time that's it sure 25 just i like i feel going. like if you do 20 then it's just doing the same thing you did but you got to like kind of increase it a bit yeah know. true good number man and if try you, and get uh just a variety of people on here yeah i'm going to try to get yeah. like more guests of like significance of people that um do stuff that kind of pertains more to like the like nature's like science and yeah. biology maybe some yeah. paranormal stuff because that's what's you know what it's interesting man people love to talk about it people love to listen to it and when i use those like when I have that stuff mentioned in my podcast and I can put those keywords into my podcast, mm -hmm. they get more views than a lot of other stuff. So I like to kind of like, it's true. 
and I find it interesting and fun to talk about, as you know. So it's like um, it's not, it's, not, it's not a bad thing to lead in, lean into sometimes, you know. Yeah, true. I mean, you can only talk so much about like uh, nature and wildlife. I mean, it's not like a constant news cycle on it, right? So I don't know. I feel like I have to kind of like broaden my horizon. So I feel like the paranormal stuff with like, you know, aliens and like, you know, Bigfoot, you know, the beast of Jevoudan and that kind of stuff and like psychedelics and all that stuff it's it's fun and to talk about it's cool thought experiments so that'll kind of be like the direction of the podcast it'll be primarily like wildlife environment you know that kind of stuff then a little bit of like you know space nature but then uh you know outdoor recreation and then uh the paranormal then episode episode, then episode 25 the Drake equation is a bullshit or not network for Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the great debate. Like, yeah, you have 15 episodes to prepare. I could the great the debate. I could, and, I could be, Tom, I could go for Tommy. Could, will, Tommy will moderate and we'll have an official debate. Tommy will sit there on his phone. Like a piece I'll of listen shit. With like my this mic podcast. Hey, listen, you guys are talking about a lot of stuff that just doesn't doesn't interest me. It's not something All that right. I what, think What interests you? $400 I mean. spent at the drive-thru at Tim Hortons on Hobby Cards? <laughs> well, who was that, dude? Was it a nice van? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, there's a problem. That guy's got some money, dude. I, was, I couldn't fucking believe it, man. I rolled up to it. I was just like, that guy just paid 50 yeah, but bucks. You know what? I was like, you that was a doxist. Mm, that's, that's no it's crazy. crazy but people they they buy them as like uh christmas gifts to give to their nephews i know man or some the, shit dude like it looked that, like they were handing them like bricks uh, like, like a brick of cocaine they're just like here, get yeah, out of here. yeah yeah no definitely uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, i got a card just all about those alone. tim beebs yeah, maybe yeah. that's all they wanted couldn't fucking those believe things it, are man. expensive dude dude find a toque you can resell them they're apparently gone Really? Dude, twenty nine ninety nine for that shitty tote bag. Oh my god, I was laughing. Yeah, but that. nobody See wants that? anything but the toques. That's the yeah. everything else is Fuck there yeah. apparently, but the toques Dude, it's are. Dude, it's a fanny pack, like a pouch, a stupid tote bag that costs like one dollar for for twenty five dollars. Uh, yeah. yeah. It does the tote doesn't the only the thing looks like it's gonna break. You can't even put groceries in it. it fucking falls apart. Oh yeah, dude. No, I was thinking I about getting the tube too because I thought it'd be like a novelty else. thing. And but then I was also thinking like, oh, you could resell them. But I was like, I'm not gonna resell shit. Like, what am I talking? No, about? I mean, you know what though? I, I'll tell you, like, if you bought them, like, you'd have I, a ton of people that want them for their kids or just for their family. Like, they'd be happy because I was talking to some people and they're like, yeah, I've been trying to get it for my kids for uh, Christmas, but there's just they're just not there. Just the I was like, holy like shit, patch on it. You can make the patch, man. Take the logo. I mean, I went to the dog park and I saw some kids wearing it, and I was like, "Wow, okay, like they're they're into it." Like it's if you're in high school, that's the rage. That's such a I fucking I think Canadian that's where it ends, thing, bro. Though. This is like a Canadian thing. Like, but they're like, selling it to the to states me, because people in the states like uh, Bieber, do? but they don't they don't, they don't got the Timmys, Timmys over there. Hilarious, <laughs> not like that. Hilarious, bro. You could have made money uh, off that. You could have bought a bunch of... T- well, it's just like the PlayStation 5. I'll wait... Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not waiting for the Bieber hat or the PlayStation 5 anyway. But if you really want it, I'm never overpaying for anything like that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't same. see the point. Same. Yeah. That's like, why okay, I'm not getting it. You know what I did want, though? They had a Roots keychain at Tim's not too long ago. I wanted it and I never bought it. And I, now I regret Dude, it. Is, oh, yeah. And they have a Christmas order. A Roots keychain? Yeah, they had a Roots like leather like keychain like you would just put it onto like your keys and it said roots on it? it tim's 
Why would they have? That's weird. I don't know. They did like some sort of collab. Why would Moosehead have a sweater? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Bieber used to play his guitar before he got famous in front of a Tim Hortons, so that's why it makes sense to me. It's the only reason it makes sense. That's. Uh, he's also know, just roots. like a Canadian, and it's, it's Canadian like this too. is a Canadian company owned by Americans, so I don't know. So country's owned. So kind of just like Bieber. Because I'm pretty sure his label is like, like Kirkin. Is it Anyone just you and me here? No, Scott's no. here. He's just, here oh, that's weird, because I'm looking at the clean feed, and all I see is you, your name there. Mm. And I don't see... Uh, mm-hmm. Like, oh, big, big Canadian company, big Canadian artists. I wonder why they're collabing. Yeah. Okay, boys. Any uh, last thoughts? Any last words? Uh, no. Well, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Uh, New Year. Will there be a New Year special? That's what you need to pull off. I think yep. that New Year special. Oh one. Oh one. Two two. Oh, the first episode of the new Seth year. Rogen. Uh-uh. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> special. Could you imagine this? Like somehow, like. Dude, you need to find people with podcasts slightly better than yours with like 30 views an episode and say, hey, I'll do an episode on yours if you do an episode on mine. We're both nature-themed. Let's go. And just keep doing that. Just climb. Just private message them, dude. Do your own fucking research and find people. It's easy. So if there's anybody listening to this that has their own podcast that's half decent, and if you six a piece people, of garbage, give my boy Network a call. You can find me on Instagram at Epion Explorers, E-P-Y-O-N. E-X-P-L-O-R-E-S. And send me a message. And we'll we'll do a we'll do an episode. It'll be great. High level. Yeah guys, this is gonna be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's the that's the episode. All right, cut it. Cut it.